I'm Andrew Junker with French Press, and this is Why We Do This. Episode 24 of Why We Do This, part of the Season 3 series. This episode is another uh, conversation from last year. This episode features Adam Patch, and he is a commercial director, and he's well-known and well-respected in the Bay Area uh, and and beyond. Um, I have really only had a few conversations with Adam in passing. It's sort of the occupational hazard of directors rarely work with other directors. And, uh, you know, the same is true with uh, a a fair amount of uh, professions in the film uh, craft. Uh, In his work, I really respect uh, his mix that he uh, incorporates into his pieces of these real genuine human uh, performances and in human moments. Uh, with a mix of really creative art direction and also great use of uh, visual effects um, and and post-production digital effects, oftentimes very subtle and sometimes more uh, more overt, but uh, always really wonderful work. Um, and overall, just a super nice guy. So it was great to get together with him and chat for a while and uh, have a chance to, uh, from one director to another, uh, share stories and commiserate and talk shop. So as most episodes begin, we talk about how he got into this profession. I started probably like so many people who you've talked to. Like I started like, you know, in high school, like I got it. I was like in a video class. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, I was listening to Devin's podcast the other day. Devin and I go way back. We went to high school together. That's so funny. I know. So Devin Whetstone, like he was a, he was a year ahead of me. Okay. And um, like we were, there's a video production class at our school. And I, you know, took that and it was like super fun. Before that, I was like considering, I like was doing like architecture, like, you know, computer aided drafting and stuff like that. So like the more design stuff. Yeah. And I liked it. But then I got in there, I was like, oh man, this is it. This is just like so much, so fun. It was like bringing a bunch of, you know, like artistic disciplines together and it just felt awesome. So um, it just felt like a great fit. Devin was a year ahead of me and he was like, he was like, Devin Whetstone. You know, he was like... (laughs) He was doing this shit that was just next level, you know, and this is like in whatever, you know, 2001 or something. Totally. So, you know, he was like, uh, his, you know, his little short films that he made for the class were just like mind blowing <laughs> to us then, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was like, it was things like he would take like stock footage of like a helicopter and like composite quote unquote into the sky, you know, <laughs> for like, a, for like a fake James Bond trailer or yeah. something, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it was like, it looks so terrible now, <laughs> but like at the time it's like, nobody was even thinking about that. You know, it was like high school stuff. So anyways, um, so I just, I kind of, I love that. I knew I kind of wanted to do something with like that. And I never really questioned that. I just went to film school hmm. as soon as I graduated high school. Um, I started out in LA. I went to Cal State Northridge for a year. Okay. Um, I thought that's where you, I mean, you go to LA if you want to go to film school, obviously. And I was there for a year and it was just like, it was a state school. I was doing like, you know, taking sociology classes and astronomy. And I was like, I want to sh- give me a fucking camera. Yeah, like I want to, yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, there's art school for that. I get it. And 
And then circling back to Devin, Devin was still in Tucson, I think, at the U of A, and he was like, me and my friend Aaron, we're moving up to San Francisco to the go to the Academy of Art. You should come with mm. us. And I was like, all right, that sounds awesome. So oh, wow. I just moved up there with them, and the three of us moved in together. Devin in film school, our friend Aaron was an animator who's like now like at Pixar. Oh, and, crazy. Um, he... Uh, yeah, so we moved in together and just, we all, you know, we went to, all went to the Academy of Art and I stayed in San Francisco for, you know, I, fin- I went to school there, finished there and was like freelancing for eight years or something. How big was that shift from Tucson and like, bef- like before you made it to the Bay Area? Um, the shift from Tucson to LA first was mm-hmm. like not that big of a deal because I was ready. I was like super ready to leave Tucson. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't like, I always was just, I'm going to get, I'm going out of state. Like it wasn't a big deal. The part that was weird was like the school felt like a weird fit. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it, that part didn't feel great. Like the school itself, you know, I kind of like made the decision a little bit last minute of which school I like wasn't in the dorms. I was like living off campus with like a random dude I met on Craigslist who was just like a t- total stoner and like, <laughs> You know, it was just like a weird, I was like, oh, all right, I guess this is college now. You know, yeah. it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was fine, but it was just like, wasn't super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, was didn't feel like a great fit. So then when, when the Academy, you know, when Devin was like, go to the Academy with us, like, it just, that was also like kind of a no brainer. I mean, obviously I had to think about it as like a bit, you know, way more, way more expensive and yeah. uh, further away from Tucson. Like I was, uh, I was dating my now wife, my girlfriend at the time, back way back then oh, wow. and we were doing long distance so like LA to Tucson was like pretty easy San Francisco to Tucson was a bigger thing so that you know like there are considerations like that but yeah I mean that's a lot to balance and it was make sense of. yeah both of us were kind of like we needed to do some separate growing at, mm-hmm. you know when we we're fucking 19 years old or yeah. whatever so <laughs> um so it was like super you know the long we all we my wife and I talk all the time about like looking back obviously that that distance was actually super helpful for us and mm-hmm. for me I think we were both just focused on like our careers like I'm not gonna like not do this because like I gotta go like this is where I gotta go for school I'm focused on you know school and my career like getting the career going right now and we'll make the long distance thing work totally yeah for me I think something that is as time has gone on I'm more aware of it but yeah. how important time is to uh, just development in general, mm-hmm. but I think also as a filmmaker, that's really important. For sure, there were not that many times where I felt like this is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of, I'm, I, I, I generally say I'm like kind of an optimist, and I just like think, like everything's gonna work out, and like these are all good things, and yeah. like even when it's like some shit thing that I don't want to do or whatever, mm-hmm. like I think I still am like, all right, this is like the hustle. This is what I got to do. Totally. This is like all leading towards you know whatever doing what I you know. And honestly, I was like, you know, so excited just be doing like, you know, it's, it's film school. It's like so fucking fun. You yeah. know, so it's like, just like, I remember like one of the first jobs that I PA'd on when I was in film school is like, uh, one of my teachers was a music video uh, cinematographer. And she was like, I'm doing a shoot in LA if anybody wants to come down, oh, that's great. you know, and it was like, so like, you know, me and a few couple of friends like got in a car and drove to LA and just PA'd on this music video. And it was like, amazing, you know, it was just so cool <laughs> just to see it. And it was like, you know, whatever, it was probably like a. $30,000, you know, like music video, which is like amazing for us at the time. And like, yeah. um, so, you know, I was like standing next to like a big fan that's like blowing in the, you know, rock star's hair, like as he's like <laughs> headbanging, you know, like I'm the guy like turning that on and off. And I was like, whatever, like I'm not learning anything by doing that, but yeah. being on the set and this experience, like awesome. Just to know what it's, what it's yeah. like. I mean, you're just stealing like little bits of information at every. Totally. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I always wonder, I go back and forth if like, it's better or worse that we have access to like all this behind the scenes footage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of it's also like from a filmmaker side, but also from an audience side that it's like, we're a little too 
aware. Yeah. And so, like, some of the magic could be uh -huh. kind of not necessarily lost, but, like, it makes it harder yeah. sometimes. I mean, I, I think that I feel sort of that way about the digital world and the internet in general sometimes. I mean, I start to feel like an old man a little bit when I, you know, go down that rabbit hole. But it's like, you used to have to just, like, be on a set to learn that stuff. Or, yeah. like, you know, you didn't know how, like, you know, when I went to film school, like, we were shooting on film. Like, that's what mm -hmm. you had to do. You know? mm -hmm. Like, there was, like, the red camera came out, like, the last, my last year of film school, basically. So, yeah. I, you know, I was in that kind of gap where I saw the transition happen. Um, but, you know, it's like, that's why you go to film school. Because mm -hmm. it's like, how else are you going to fucking learn how to shoot film and, like, load a mag and stuff like that? Totally. Like, you just have to do it. And it was like a cool, this, like, cool little inner club. Like, you know. Uh, and now it's just like, oh, there's just, like, a tutorial. And there's, like, a, you know, you go to yeah. YouTube and they show you how to use the menu <laughs> of a red or whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, obviously, it's not that black and white. But, you know, there's part of me that's, like, kind of jaded in that, <laughs> in that totally, vibe still. Totally. I'm like. Well, I wonder, like, for me, I always felt like it, it's so much of it is it's less about the actual like like the immediacy of how you do something it's mm -hmm. really about understanding what the principles are totally like i started using premiere in, at like 96 yeah uh and so when i was like cutting film i was just like oh this is totally just like a, a like non-linear timeline yeah. like this makes sense and yeah I would go analog back. version of yeah, that yeah yeah exactly totally. it's like it's but and you can like touch it and grab yeah. it you know it's and and so like going back and kind of like I think one of the things that gets lost over time yeah. and like what you what you have the potential of losing with new technology is those principles yeah. go away. For sure. And I feel like like autofocus and all that shit was like the worst. Yeah. Because then it's just like, this is great. You don't have to know how to yeah, do yeah. anything. And totally. then you don't know how to do anything. I mean, totally. I, I, yeah, that's like, that's a sort of a pet peeve of mine is I just like, I really get upset about like the generation of like, people that was just like they would just like buy a camera and like mm -hmm. that's how they got work is because yeah. they just own the technology totally. and like it's not about the technology i mean but the thing is it is and it like that it started like the industry starts to go that way and it's like oh well if you ever read then you can get work like that's what we need yeah. you know and it's like that's what i'm like oh god this makes me so mad but absolutely i mean that's kind of where it goes but it's also like you're exactly right it's like not about like the technical part of it. it's about the process and like how you actually do it and like the philosophy and the you know the skill of actually doing whatever your job totally. is yeah do you feel like that side of it the philosophy did you get more of that in college or more of that from other um places in your no life? i mean the academy is like super technical mm -hmm. so you know i think i took like one film theory class you know <laughs> Um, Which I always I, hated those, the, like, I took a bunch of, like, yeah. film criticism and I was just like, oh, I'm not cut out for it. I know, totally, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you know, just super deep into art, th you know, like, art history and whatever. And it's just like, I just so am hands-on and I just want to, like... Totally. So, um, I feel like, you know, looking back, I feel like the Academy, I wish it was a little bit more of a balance of, like, you know, USC or something where it's just like, you're not shoot, you don't shoot for, like, three years, you're just, like, learning about yeah. philosophy and, like, you know, film theory. But, like, I don't feel like I took that much that much away from actual school. That was, like, more technical. Mm -hmm. Where I learned the most always is, like, what everyone says on set and, like, yeah. doing it and, like, me, you know, film people are, like, I get emails a lot and people are like, hey, should I go to film school? Like, what do you, you know, what do you think? And it's like, I don't know anymore because it's, like, it's sort, it's sort of like a different, it's a different time, you know? Totally. But, the, like, I, and when I went, yes, definitely I feel like it was worth it because only because of the connections I made and the that that led to get me on set and like meet the people that I needed to meet and totally. get the get the basics technical you know the technically the part that I needed but like it wasn't like if I didn't have films you know you obviously don't need film school to do totally. it but now it's like a different a little bit of a different thing too so well I wonder like the thing that you're saying really resonated to me for a long time and I think I got stuck in this kind of mindset of 
I got so into the gear and was really into the like technical side of yeah. it. And that gets you so far, but I really started understanding the breakdown of like the really more intangible stuff. Yeah. Of just like what's a good story? How do you get a good right. performance? I actually, I feel like I got the biggest learning from that on like a theoretical standpoint uh -huh. when uh, I judged a film festival for like nine years. Oh. Uh, and it was like super small, but... You, you get these amazing films and you get these terrible films and you get to read the synopsis of like what yeah. the filmmaker thinks that they made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that was where I was really just starting to understand. Oh, like, super interesting. Like you see all these technically proficient, like gorgeous films yeah. that have absolutely no substance. Yeah. And it's like trying to figure out like how do you, that's the thing that seems really difficult to teach. Yeah. And I guess you huh. can, and I don't know, do you, do yeah, you yeah. what do you think about that? Um, yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like that kind of just goes back to, like, p putting in the hours and, like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, like, that's stuff that you can just learn in a book or whatever, like, and also just figuring out, like, what your actual taste is or, like, what sure. your, like, actual, like, what you feel is, right? Like, mm -hmm. in the beginning, you're just, like, so all over the place. You're not, you're trying to, you're just trying to do what you think is right and what, like, yeah. film theory says is right and there's, like, the rules and, like, am I on the 180 degree rule and, like, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're also, like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw this also have to just like do you feel like figure out your own like voice to it as well. How did how do you f do you feel like I think the biggest question is do you feel like you have a good sense of that right now what your man like aesthetic is cuz that's, um, that's tough, it right? It is tough. I I definitely don't feel like I'm like there. Like yeah. I feel like it's becoming a little bit more refined mm -hmm. as I, you know, continue my career, but I mean, I don't know, it's so fluid. And the other thing that's really weird which I struggle with a lot is like um, I'm primarily a commercial director. Mm -hmm. Like that's all pretty much, you know, 95% of the stuff I do is commercials. And that's like such a weird niche, mm -hmm. you know? And like, um, I've really been trying to make myself do some more personal work. And mm -hmm. I've, I just realized that I'm getting to a place where like, I'm starting to lose, like, what is my actual <laughs> yeah, voice anymore? Yeah. Because I'm constantly thinking like, you know, everything I'm doing on a job, I'm thinking about like, first of all, it's like, this is what feels right to me. Like immediately yeah. that'll be the first thing. But then it's like, well, there's the creatives involved in the agency. Like, are, yeah. is this is this representing what they want to do? And then, like, I know that they're playing the telephone game with the client who's on the other end, and they're, like, worried about blah, 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 blah. Totally. And I know that, you know, even though I feel like this should be a super, whatever, moody, lit, you know, dramatic scene, like, they want it to be bright and poppy and whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. and I just const constantly sort of having to compromise maybe what I would normally do, mm -hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's the game of commercial directing. So I'm fine with it. But it's also, I'm starting to, real like, catch myself and be like, oh, shit, I got to, like, make sure that I keep on... Like yeah. what I want, like what's me, you know what I mean? Well, that's an interesting, cause that's something that I, I don't want to just say it's only two, two routes, but I, I think there are two clear routes shifting what you're working on to be something that you want it to be yeah. versus balancing. And I think, I think what I see a lot of in peers is that there's a tendency to do the one thing. It's not necessarily what you want it to be and yeah. you get burnt out and you just hundred percent switch to the other thing mm -hmm. and oh interesting it's like a tipping point where all of a sudden totally. you're just like yeah huh and i and i think like if i spend you know eight hours a day working on you know scripts for commercials yeah. or your whatever you know client-based work and then at the end of the day i want to write my own thing yeah and i'm just like i've i've just been doing this all day long yeah, <laughs> yeah. like do i really need to keep doing it totally uh, and it's like I was talking to a, uh, someone who's a lawyer and they're like, they read contracts all day yeah. and they don't read for, sure. for you know, pleasure oh, yeah. entertainment. Yeah, because they're like burnt out. Totally. Yeah. And I think that it's, 
the to be able to mm-hmm. stay true to that yeah that's how how do you what do you feel like for you is the best way to I mean, I think what you said about like making sure that there's a piece that is like the thing that you're taking from it is totally. something I'm super aware of. Like, even though like I'm saying, you know, I'm a commercial director, you just start to like lose your own voice after at whatever I'm mm-hmm. saying that. But at the same time, <laughs> you like, I won't just take a job if I'm like 100% not into it. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, there's got to be a piece, there's got to be a piece of it that I'm like, oh, this is actually cool. And, you know, I'm going to get this part of it. I'm going to get the experience of like. You know, like what I can shoot on a techno crane on this job. Like it's just a cool tech, you know, it's like a technical piece or whatever. Like, or like, you know, this one, I get to try this new technique or like I get a really foot, like I'm going to just be able to do some stop motion work on this, which is like a, you know, a thing that I haven't been able to do that much of or whatever. You know, there's like a little piece, the piece is going to be garbage or like, I'm not going to be that excited (laughs) about it, but there's a thing that I'm like getting away from it from myself. Yeah. Um, then I'll, I think that's how I kind of, (laughs) that's how I justify it to myself. Totally. (laughs) Well, I think that's, I, I mean, that's. I don't think of it as much as like baby steps. I think of it more like leapfrogging. Yeah. You know, it's like that one thing you do is going to be relevant totally. down the road. For sure. Especially in commercials, everything's so compartmentalized in terms of like, you know, getting work. Like you have, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's so hard to get a job shooting, doing X if you don't have X on your reel or whatever. How do you get past that? Um, man, I don't, I, th- I sometimes I think you just got to get lucky and you get like that one, you either try to personally infuse whatever that feel like you feel like you're missing. Sure. So that's what I've, I've done in the past. Like sometimes I've been like, I, re- I just think distinctly remember a part in, you know, in the last few years where I was like, I don't have enough like dialogue performance stuff on my, like, com- like that's what I want to do. Comedy, yeah. like performance, like people talking on camera, like, which is like a very specific thing in the commercial world. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff I had was just like graphics. It was like there was no, it was voiceover and just like visual stuff, but there weren't like, there weren't people talking. Totally. So I was like, well, I want to focus on that. So I would just start to like try to find opportunities to do that. So even if it wasn't like, maybe the job wasn't like that altogether, I would like see if I could, there was a part where I could put that into it or I would maybe take smaller jobs because like that was the piece of the puzzle that I felt like it was missing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. this is an opportunity for me to work on my comedic dialogue stuff. And it's like, you know, it's going to, I'm going to, it's not going to be a good paycheck. It's not going to be, you know, all these other things, but it's mm-hmm. like, this is the thing that I need for my reel. So just like kind of pushing myself in that direction. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I don't know. It's like, sometimes you just kind of got to get lucky and like, you know, one job that kind of falls, starts going down that path will fall in your lap and <clears throat> without getting too like, you know, new agey or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Like, I do think that there's something to be said about the, the power of intention and just being like, yeah, I, I want this and obviously it's going to affect actively how I'm doing it. But I also think there's a, there's a weird, almost magical kind of thing that happens every once in a while where you're like, it's, it becomes too coincidental. Yeah, no, (laughs) I agree with you. I mean, I'm happy to get all super new age with you. (laughs) I love that shit. Um, But yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that too. Like, it's just, you know, like you just think you, it's just something that you really focus on. You want to get, and you know, I I just think that stuff comes around. I kind of feel like just inherently in the in in the role of being a director mm-hmm. you need that you need a little bit of this like blind faith that mm-hmm. things are going to come together in the way that you need them to like not not 100% yeah. but like a little bit of that like maybe sure. 5% yeah. is is like like I don't know how this is going to happen yeah. but I just need to trust that 
yeah. things, this one thing is going to fall into I place. I think that's true. And I mean, I think that goes back to like what I was saying about me just feeling, being an optimist. Yeah. You know? I don't know. There's something that just seems like it could go terribly wrong, but it's like, I can't focus on that right now. Like, sure. you just got to something, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. You've got a producer whose job it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not some magical, like, yeah. force in the universe. It's a producer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all the producers I've worked on the other end are like, they're like, fuck you. Yeah. That's not, a, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was me up at 3 a.m. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. It's magic. I love the universe's magic. <laughs> um, for you, what is taste? Hmm. Um, I mean, I think that's just like a... Uh, general sensibility about, I think of it so visually, mm-hmm. personally. I'm just a very visual director. Like, I'm a, I'm a designer at heart, hmm. so I, I constantly think about that sort of stuff. So for me, like, taste is, like, usually comes down to, comes down to a visual thing, and it's like, hmm. when we're art directing something on set, it's like, what does that look like? Like, that's, like, a taste thing to me. Like, you got to find a right art director that you guys share a similar sensibility of, like, what is good, yeah. <laughs> what looks good on camera, totally. or what lo- was just good design. And obviously there's, you know... There's other parts of that is performance and like what's your taste and you know what's funny and what's not and stuff like that. But that's the first thing I think of. How much of that do you think is the the planning up to the moment, and how much of that do you think is the in the moment? You have to just know it when you see it, kind of thing. Man, I don't know. Taste is a weird thing because it's like I don't know if that's like something you learn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I feel like it's just kind of like I mean, I guess that's it can't be true. I mean, you have to be able to that has to evolve over your life and you, you know, your taste change and your like sensibility change for sure. But, but I like, think what you're, what, what I'm hearing from you is that it's, it's something that's more inherent. Yeah. It, you, it's like self-learned. Totally. As opposed to you can go to a class and somebody says, exactly. This is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It is a taste class. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is shit. This is good. Yeah. Um, no, uh, totally. And I, and I, that's why I feel like, um, sometimes like you don't work with certain people just because of taste and it's not like they're a bad person mm-hmm. or they're like not a bad person, but they're like, you know, it's not like they're doing a bad job, like a cinematographer, like you're not, you're, I, I would pick a DP that I'm going to work with totally. based on their taste for whatever the job is, like Absolutely. what's their sensibility. And that's like part of my job as a director is picking all these you know, head people like that are going to run their department that feel like they're the right taste for this job. Absolutely. So um, I think I think on top of that too, the thing I think about is is chemistry. Like yeah. that's something that yeah, I yeah. got out of like actors training is like that's something that you just can't you can't totally. fake that. Totally. Yeah, you got to have that balance for sure. That yeah. I I won't uh, shit on it directly, but I just finished a job with this with a DP that I have always wanted to work with. It was like a big budget job. I was stoked we were able to like afford this dude, and um, his tastes were. Like, I love everything he shoots. His taste is awesome. Visually, great. Yeah. Didn't work together well at all. Yep. Didn't gel with this guy. Chemistry was off. The whole, it was just like a not good experience on a shoot. That's a bummer. Yeah, super bummer. Especially because it was like somebody that I like really, you know, was excited to work with and, you know, looked up to and stuff. So, but you're, that's exactly the, you know, it's like you, you know, 100% aligned maybe on the taste level or like aesthetically loved it. But it's like, if you don't gel, like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to call that guy again. Maybe it looked great, but it's like. Totally. Yeah, I don't want to work with that guy. So, <laughs> and that's that's something too that you just like you see you see feature films like I would always pay attention to like the keys yeah. in in a production with a director, they end up being the same for each film. Yeah, you know, and it's like yeah because you you find your family, you find your totally, you know, and it's not <clears throat> and it's not because like. Christopher Nolan needs like a specific key grip. You know what I mean? Totally. It's not like <laughs> it's not because of like maybe the the taste part of it. Yeah, it's that's like 
maybe on the other side, it's like, you know, it's just all about working together well and like being, you know, you're spending hours upon hours with these people. Absolutely. So like, there's that part of it for sure. Well, I think you want, you know, surrounding yourself with people who do their job well and also collectively you build each other up. Yeah. Like that's the ideal situation. Yeah, totally. This is already so hard. Why make it worse <laughs> by, by, you know, either surrounding yourself with people who you yeah. don't work well with. Yeah. And you know it goes both ways, too. You know, it's like... For sure. And I also, like, even on the shittiest job that, like, I don't care, you know, I'm not stoked about, it's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still fucking fun, you know? It's like... Totally. Like, and that's that's what I don't get in this industry in general is, like, people who are super jaded or, like, they're just, like, like, if if not having fun, like, doing any of this, then it's just so annoying to me. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously... (laughs) I sit up here in my high chair. You know, it's like, you know, somebody's sure. fucking lugging sandbags around. It's not like, that's not, maybe not fun. Yeah. But, you know, the whole filmmaking process in general is like so cool to me that it's like, I have a hard time if people like don't f- share a similar, you know, on the worst day on a set, it's still like a great, it's like being a coal mine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is the highlights of the experience of um, making a piece of work? I mean... For, it's definitely like being on set for me. Like mm-hmm. the shoot is definitely the highlight. Um, it's cr- it's crazy stressful and like you know firing on all cylinders. Totally. Like it's just a feel. It's a cool feeling to like be thinking about all the things that you've been t- talking about or like thinking about for the last two months to, to like doing it all. Like now it's finally go time. You know yeah. it's game time. So yeah. for me, that's the onset is is that the, the uh, challenge of that mm-hmm. is where I get off. I always feel like it's, you know, when the day first begins, it's like everything kind of like builds and builds. And then there's that one moment where it's like you do the first take. Yeah. And it always for me is like, it's just like, I'm not 100% sure if this is going to like yeah. happen. And then it just, you tip over yeah. there and then. It's like, hey, we're going. This Wheels is are rolling. Yeah, yeah totally. This is it. This is, we're, we're making a movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I it feels good to just like get it in the can sort of in a way it's like again it's like something you've just been it's only been in your head or like on paper you've just been talking about it to death for months and totally. it's just like fine finally you were just doing it and it's like there's no going back anymore yeah. or like you know it's like that's some of the hardest parts of me is just doing like you know conference calls over and we're just like talking about it forever and ever and it's like let's just do it like i just want to get in and do it already yeah. you know so yeah. <laughs> it's like it's such a good feeling when you're actually there and you can you know you're not talking conceptually anymore you're talking like visually and physically have you been in situations where it's not clicking like you're not on set yeah um yeah i'm sure if that's happening like what's what's the thing that gets you um back in the zone i think for me it's like i'm super analytical so i'd try and i'd like would be problem solving in my head like what's the thing like a lot of the time on set, like, I'll just be sitting on the side, like, in my own head. And, and like, people are like, whoa, shit, Patch is super stressed out. Like, what's going on? But it's like, I'm just, like, think I'm just thinking about all, all the pieces that are moving. Like, what's the thing that's not working? Yeah. And, like, that could be, like, I'm not giving the right direction here. Like, to the actor, this isn't, that part's not working. It's like, oh, no, the angle is wrong. Like, I got to fucking move the camera. That's not working. Or it's like, it's a client relationship. Like, I'm being pressured. I'm feeling pressured by the creative on this, and I really need to just go talk with them for five minutes and, like, yeah. make sure we're on the same page, and then, like, we'll come back and, like, the vibe will be different. Or, you know, like, whatever yeah. it is. Like, it's like a freight train on set sometimes. So, like, totally. I, you got to kind of just stop and be like, all right, what? Like, you know, gut check, like, what's working here, what's not, and yeah. make sure that it doesn't just, like, run away. Totally. Yeah. And the, for me, the thing that's awesome is, like, like that snap and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, that's it. Like, yeah. that was it. It's this. It's, this. <laughs> it's like that. I mean, and that's not even a good thing. It's like you just figured out what was wrong. Like, it's yeah. not even a good thing. But it's, like, still, 
Like you, you, pro- you solve the problem basically, so, yeah. you know, in your own head at least. And you got to actually implement it and make yeah. sure it actually works. But for me, that's like a, a good feeling on set when you're like, you know, the worst, the worst thing that can happen is when you don't, you just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like something's not working. I don't know what it is. And I've definitely had that before when you're just like, you know, you go over to like, I've gone over to the DP. I'm like, what are we doing? Like yeah. what's wrong? Something's not working. Totally. And you know, half the, like sometimes I like, it'll be a fucking art director and they'll be like they'll give like a note on the performance, you know, whatever. It's like, it's, I love that collaboration. I mean, we're all in it together and it's like, I'll take a note from anybody. You know, I think just people speaking freely and like, you know, all trying to push the project in the right direction. Super helpful. It's the, the challenges then I think filtering it, you know? I mean, yeah, there's also plenty of times where somebody (laughs) will give me a note and they're like, well, I don't know if like, and I'm like, all right, that's yeah. totally like, you don't know this, you don't know what this, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also that same thing where, where to be able to take take what I think is important out of those like dissenting voices. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's what's going to make me a better, for sure. you know, leader in that situation. 100%, yeah. I just, well, that, that just hit, hit me. I just it was on a shoot like maybe a year ago or something. And this mm-hmm. just reminded me of this scene. Um, we were shooting, it wasn't a super performance heavy spot. Yeah. We cast this woman. She wasn't a great actor. She just like didn't really feel supernatural. And I was just like kind of working with her to try to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where like the note was that I was giving wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a delivery. Like all I needed, she was delivering a line and it just felt wrong. Totally. And so I was trying to come at it like more from a performance side. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like, I was trying to like talk about a character and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my production designer on it like gave he gave me a note he's like maybe you should have her he like gave me a suggestion of how uh, something to do mm-hmm. to like get her to you know like have her like lead up into the scene or whatever so that when she comes off of it and gives this line and i like that suggestion was totally wrong but yeah. it made but it made me think about <laughs> but it made me figure out what the problem was which yeah. was like she wasn't it wasn't about the character like what i needed to do was give her like uh performance like uh not her character notes but like actually like physical. whisper like i oh. want you to be quiet oh, like interesting. like do something physical with your voice to be different in this scene yeah. you know and like him suggesting that to me again the wrong thing because i think she was overwhelmed with the character and what i was trying to get the you know, and what i what i needed to say was like i want you to barely speak like whisper this line yeah and that was like the thing you know that made her feel more natural because she was just projecting too much or something like that you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. so it's like it ended up being the wrong thing, but the right thing at totally. the same time. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like it gets it gets your brain moving and, and out of the rut. Totally. I think that's the thing, too. It's like we find ourselves in these ruts. Like, I, I for me as a director, I just need to take the time to think of the wrong thing yeah. to get to the right thing. Oh, nice. I like but, that, yeah. But so often we, we just think that it's got to be a literal, like, I just need to tell you the right thing. Yeah. But it's like so much, like, especially from the from a actor performance side, that has nothing to do with what the real story totally is yeah you know 100 percent. yeah uh and yeah. so that's uh like i remember a uh, long time ago like it was it was simply just a look that this person had to do that was like they did something that they were like totally like got you know got caught and they were like okay, ashamed yeah. of yeah, you yeah. Know? i kept trying to tell them like the places to look yeah and it's like you look down you look up you look down and Finally, the last take that ended up being the one was I just totally confused him with where he was supposed to be looking. Yeah. And so then he did the action and then wasn't sure where to look. <laughs> and then that ended up... And you're like, that was, his, that was it. Yeah. yeah, that was it. And I was like, all I needed to do was just, just totally Overwhel- disorient yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to act like you're disoriented and you don't know where to look. Yeah. So then you actually overwhelm him and he exactly. gets disoriented and doesn't know where to look. And then you go back and you're just like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I, didn't, I needed to stop being so literal yeah. with, with the circumstances. For sure. Yeah. 
it's just fun. Yeah, I agree. I And I feel like uh, that's definitely personally something I want to do kind of going back maybe to personal project or non-client mm-hmm. work is like doing more stuff like that. More performance-based, like true performance-based stuff. Like totally. Where the, I mean, in the commercial world, it's so, you know, like you're rarely giving notes about real emotion Absolute, or performance. Absolutely. And it's like, it's this whole, I just, I don't even know if I know how to direct that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like I barely, I barely did that before in film school. There's part, you know, bits of like the commercial work that dip into that. But for the most part, it's like, you know, we're on the shot for 12 frames and I need you to like do this and then do this and then smile or whatever, yeah, you know, it's like, totally. <laughs> no, I, it's a whole I, different way of directing. I am, I started, um, last year I directed the first thing that I wrote and worked with actors on yeah. since the start of French press, uh-huh. like legitimately just like the goal is performance. Yeah. You know, I learned so much from that. And I also had to just remember that it's like making a movie is not making a movie. There's no, it's no one, like yeah. one way to do it. Yeah there's all these different aspects and they're muscles that can atrophy over time that I had to just be like, I just need to rebuild this. Did it feel like, like, did you feel like you were just like, didn't even know what you're doing when you started t- talking, getting into performance and stuff? Cause you hadn't even flexed those muscles before or what? Well, I, I had, uh, I definitely spent some time on the back end working on it. Okay. Um, it's the same kind of like a blending of like documentary work yeah. where, you know, I have a, uh, AD or producer being like, okay, well, what's the, what are the shots for this? And yeah. I'm like, well, we're going to, we need to find it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll give an idea, but I don't yeah. know what this is totally. until we shoot it. We get on the yeah. you know, ground floor, right? And it was a similar way with it was a middle ground in there. That's like I definitely ended up doing much longer takes, and I think that in some instances I didn't need to, uh-huh. but in other instances I had to remember that it's about building up to that moment, uh-huh. and then seeing the performance change for better or worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like those moments I really yeah. Took, took from. Yeah, man. And it's, I'm getting like just jealous just thinking. About, like, <laughs> but I think it's it, it, exactly what you're saying. It's just like you just have to push yourself to do it yeah. because otherwise it's really hard to get those opportunities. Yeah. If somebody's saying, hey, go do this thing. Yeah, man, that so, never happens. Yeah. yeah. You just like, you got to <laughs> fucking go do it yourself. Yeah. For sure. But it's just, you know, like as you know, it's hard when you're, it's like you're in the grind and you're working, you know, it's like working and it's like hard to say no, like block off time and say no to like paychecks and like, you know, making a living to do your other stuff that's not paying or you're putting your own money into doing it. But yeah, I feel like it's necessary. Are you setting up that kind of process now for yourself? I'm trying to, I'm, I've been making, I've taken steps towards it. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, my personal problem is that I, I'm not really a writer. I need a writing partner. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, I don't, I'm not just going to sit in a room and like write a short real quick and then want to do it. Like I need to, yeah. So yeah. anyways, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like always jealous of people that are just like, you know, have collaborators, like you're saying, I think we yeah. talked about at the beginning. It's just like, you know, can be so isolating. Totally. And, um, what I love, it's like to you get a story or you start from somewhere that has a story and then you can turn it into something. Well, that's interesting. So like sh- shaping something that already exists. Yeah. And I'm sure that just comes from me focusing on commercials, you know, yeah. cause it's like, that's like, that's how I've learned to mm-hmm. be a director is like, you know, there's rarely instances where it's like, okay, blank slate. What would you like to do? You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, Hey, here's the boards, totally. you know? And it's like, then I like, Oh cool. This is what we could do. And like, you know, that's what I'm used to doing. So it's hard for, it's super hard for me to be like hundred percent blank slate. Like, what do you do? Yeah. So when it can be anything, it could also be nothing. Yeah. And it's also just like, you just, it's uh intimidating because then it's like, for me, it's like, then it's just your ideas. Yeah. You know, like you're not falling, like 
if I'm on a, you know, I'm doing a, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're, it's yeah. very, you're very vulnerable because you're putting totally. like a hundred percent of your ideas out. It's not anymore. It's not like, oh, well, this is like, the, you know, whatever. This is the client's idea. This is their thing. And you I'm just trying to make it, it go. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to polish the turd, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, well, this is mine. I feel really hundred percent good about it. And that's yeah. my problem. I'm super like over, like over analytical editor. Like before I even put an idea out, I edit it. And I'm like, oh, that's shit. And you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You don't have anybody to put it back on. It's like, this is mine. I made this. This is totally. like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. if it's if it's bad, it's a reflection of For who sure. I am. I, I think it's the next side of it is like what, what I hear so often is just you got to get past that yeah. and, and sure. do it. But yeah. that's not an easy thing. To no. Just, but I probably it's super important. I mean, you got to just like start making stuff. Well, I think, yeah, I think part of it's the, the like, you know, the, the be less precious about yeah. it. And I, I also think like, if if all we're doing in our entire you know, course of our life is making one piece, yeah, then yeah, yeah. But that's you know totally. that sounds pretty awful. Yeah, to be. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you struggle between like short form and long form? Because definitely commercial work and I and just the internet in general is very you get inundated with like this idea that two minutes is the max you yeah. can possibly go. Um, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't feel like I think about it like that. I think of it more just mm. in the bucket of like narrative, like and mm. non-narrative. Yeah. I mean, even if there's narrative in commercial work, but just like some sort of sort of short film. I mean, like you know, of the ideas I've been working on, and like you know, want to do a, a, a like turn into a narrative someday. One of them is like turned into a feature. One of them is like, well, this is probably oh, a five-minute short or ten-minute short or whatever. So it's like, I'm and I'm trying not to focus too much on that part of it. Like I'm just. Yeah. To me, I'm just, I'm trying to get myself over the hurdle of just like doing something, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and not trying to stress too much on like the form factor of it. Totally. Yeah. And I also think that like, I don't know if this is actually true, but my feeling is like, it's, that's less of a rule anymore. Like totally. it used to be like a short, like had to be X amount of time or else a film festival would never show it. And like, it's like, but now it's like, you could just put it on Vimeo and like, it, totally. it'll get staff pick and that'll be like, you know, yeah. <laughs> that'll be more exposure than if it was at Sundance or yeah. whatever. So it's like. You know, I've seen great shorts that are 15 minutes long. I've, you know, watched great shorts that are three minutes long. You know, totally. it's like. I, I, that's something that really stands out to me. That's just like how much, how much of those kind of, you know, hard and fast rules and opinions are just outdated. And I yeah. feel like there's a lot of that that I, I mean, part of it is I just, I just don't even fucking know what it is. Anymore. I know. Yeah. I there's, Same, no, yeah. there's no right way to do anything. Yeah. I think it's like in terms of what story is to tell versus in terms of like how, uh, you know, like production company to agency to in-house, like all this stuff is like, I just feel like there's no right way anymore. Totally. And there's a lot of people convinced about their take on it. Yeah. There's access. There's so much access now that it's more about finding the, getting yourself to find a story that's like actually worth yeah sharing with people totally yeah <laughs> and i mean i think that it's it probably just like goes back to your goal like if your goal is to like get into sundance and there's probably like a formula of what totally. you should do like it should be this amount of length you should probably put in some cocaine and you know and it's like whatever there's <laughs> yeah. like the five things you got to include into exactly. like get a sundance short uh the but like if that's not your goal then i like you'd make anything and there's got there's gonna be an audience for it somewhere totally yeah i think it's the other thing like i'm i'm always kind of like like in my head, there's these like stories that are just in total disarray, and it's like they're different versions of scripts, and I'm like, I'll jump from one to the next to the next, and yeah. sometimes it's like it's too much that it's really hard to focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also like they're doing different 
things for me in terms of like what the story is and the in the characters and the stuff I'm trying to develop, you know, either creatively yeah. or technically. Yeah. And just remembering that it's like you don't have to do something that does everything. Totally. Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a um, I, that's something I constantly am trying to remind myself of. I think mm. I feel like it does, you know, like, oh, this checks this box. It doesn't check this one. And I'm like, maybe that's OK. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to check all of this. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard that's a hard thing to be OK with. Yeah. Though, you know, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I feel like I'm at a, like I said, a point right now in my career where I'm like figuring out this, like the two sides of the coin of like mm -hmm. commercial and narrative mm -hmm. work, client based and personal based work yeah. that I'm shuffling with. That's the thing that's like the unknown for me. I feel like I'm, I'm feeling in a pretty good groove, like commercial wise. I feel like I'm doing pretty good and like, you know, starting to refine my commercial vision of, you know, whatever, like people call me for this, these type of jobs, you yeah. know, and now, now I'm kind of getting excited about this, the other part of that, that I haven't really explored yet. Do you feel like that was a progression or do you feel like that's happened pretty quickly within the last? My desire to explore? Yeah. Um, it's definitely a progression. I mean, it's been something that's just like constantly gnawing at me. Like, yeah. you know, I've always wanted to do, I feel like there's always, I always feel like I want to do some personal work, but honestly, it's like over the last few years, there's been little pieces that have like been personal work that I've been able to get out. Um, you know, like a few years ago, I did like two chips, like that animated yeah. thing. Yeah. And that was like, a, that was totally a personal project and it like got tons of traction and went viral. And so that was like a great, that kind of like made me feel good for a second. Like, oh, I did something like on my, like personal, like no, nobody told me what to do. It was yeah. like, whatever. And it was like, I felt validated because it like turned into such a, you know, good thing. Um, and that, you know, I wrote on that for a little bit, but then now it's been, it's been a while since I've had something else like that, that I've just been able to fully do my own thing on. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. It's like time. I feel like, you know. I'll get a job where it's like really open and I feel like I'm really putting my personal stamp on it and that'll kind of hold me over for a while. Yeah. And then I'll just get like five jobs back to back where I'm just like, I got to do a short. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's those moments of, you know, tension or frustration where I actually, and it's like, you get this burst yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Where you're just like, I gotta, I gotta turn the ship around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, and then it just pours out of you. And those are the times where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta remember the value in that, you yeah. know? And I think that's a really difficult thing. Yeah. Because you want to just not. <laughs> I know. know. But, but then you see what comes from it. And I think there's something really cool it's about. It's super important. Yeah, I think it's super important. And I, and I also like, I constantly think about um, like, you know, you know, Terry Timely, those yeah. guys. Like, yeah. I love their approach to stuff. They do such awesome commercial work. And I'm like, oh man, like they're just killing it. And like, you know, they're getting great jobs and like they're doing stuff that feels so right to them. But it's also like they're do they're getting that stuff because they invested in doing personal work that showed what their voice was. Totally. You know, they would do a short that's like fucking wacky and like su super <laughs> weird and like just 100% their vision and yeah. their voice. Because of that, then they get the calls to the jobs that feel like a fit for them. So totally. I think, I, I think it's an, it's a necessity, like, as a commercial director to, to, like, you know, you're going along this path to, like, jump out for a second and do, like, your personal thing to correct your... Totally. Your, uh, your, the type of work you're getting in, like, your commercial work vision to be back on your personal yeah. track. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the, the same thing with, like, what we... You had said it earlier where it's, like, nobody nobody's going to ask you to do work that you can't show that you've already yeah. done kind of thing. Yeah. Which is also like, okay, well, the stuff that you want to be asked to make is also the stuff that nobody's asking you right. to and make. And that's the stuff you just have to make so that exactly. you, they will ask you to make it later. How do we 
individually find those moments of just like the dedication yeah. to, you know, like, I don't know, to just like recheck in. Yeah, totally. That stuff. But it's, well, it's like you were saying, the, your lawyer analogy, it's like the same thing. It's like you've been working five days, you know, working yeah. Monday through Friday on all this grinding stuff. And then it's like, well, the weekend comes, like you find out time to do some writing, but you're like burnt out because that's all you've been doing all week. Yeah. You know, it's like I've been, like I, you know, I'll have, I'll work like for a week on a treatment, on a director's treatment. It's like, I'm just so fucking burnt out. Or maybe it's like three weeks back to back where I just have big, huge decks I'm putting together. Yeah. And so like any downtime I have, I'm like, I can't write, I can't write right now. I'll like work on personal stuff. I just like, gotta st- I gotta check out, yeah. you know? But it's yeah. like, that's the time I should be. Totally. Stuff. Yeah. Totally. I know that the second I start editing, I'm going to be in the zone. Yeah. But it's like getting to there is so grueling yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it's that same thing where I'm just like. And it's also, I don't know if, if you experience this too, but it's like, you feel like you have to make sure you set aside time because you know you're going to obsess about it. Like, you know, I'll have the same, like all, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I have a project I want to work on. It's like, whatever, it's like ready to go. I just need to edit it. But it's like, I know if when I sit down and do that, like I'm going to ignore everything else. And like, I can't yeah. afford to do that right now because I have other stuff going on or whatever, you know what I mean? So I like, I keep pushing it off because I'm like, oh, well, I need like a full day where I have nothing to do so I can just focus on this. Totally. Where that's ne- that day is never going to come. You just like have to be like, hey, yeah. I'm out on Friday or whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm not available. Totally. I'm off the grid and you just like do your thing i wish i actually did that (laughs) (laughs) no just like this i think the thing that you said was really nice it's like you just get a little like course correct back to where you yeah are you know yeah i mean the thing is we're talking about like you know we make sure we don't get off course but i feel like even the other stuff that we're doing that we're complaining about like that's still fun stuff it's like it's like i gotta i personally to give myself that perspective sometimes like even when i feel like uh, unfulfilled, like I want to do this personal project and whatever. It's like everybody wants to do stuff like that. But the other thing that they're doing is like not even close to their passion. And like, this is pretty damn close. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, sure. I'm whatever. The commercial is selling something. And I like, you know, this isn't like, I didn't write this and this isn't whatever, but it's like pretty, you're one step away from that already. It's not like, you know, you're flipping burgers and then you're like, oh man, I really want to make a short film on the weekend. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely like one taking stock of that and also being like, like, you know, like, yeah, just shut up every once in a while. (laughs) But then also at the same time, it's like, I think the split can sometimes actually make it easier to, to, you know, you do your nine to five, you clock in, you clock out the second you're done, you're done. Yeah. And then I've definitely had friends who like they, you know, they have a blog and they write this amazing stuff or yeah. there is something to be said about the the cognitive shift yeah. or the, or no, the you know, but and so then, yeah, that's the thing when you're you're just dealing in these small shades. Right. Where it becomes amplified. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like, a good point. Yeah. Like you're, it's, it might be easier to do something totally uncreative so that when you switch, when you clock out at five, you can actually go and do something creative as opposed to like if you're doing something that's sort of close to what you want to do. You're already yeah. burnt out on that vibe before you even totally. clock out. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, that's, that's. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's a shuffle. It's a, you know, balancing act for sure. Yeah. The problem solving is my favorite part. Yeah, totally. And Me too. I, I mean, think... that's what, I feel like that's what directing is too. I don't know if like, it's always interesting to me to talk to somebody who has no idea what the film industry is or whatever. Yeah. Or like how it was work, was a director do that sort yeah. of thing. And I never really know how to answer that appropriately. But like, ultimately I feel that's kind of what it, you're like a creative problem solver. That's yeah. like kind of all you're doing. Like, I mean, obviously you're just making a bunch of decisions and like, you know, all that, but it's like, ultimately you're just trying to solve a problem with every decision you're making. It's like, mm-hmm. do you want this? Like, do you want to, you know, put this on the table or this on the table? Yeah. And it's like, you're, that's a problem that you got to solve real quick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's it, all this stuff to make it seem so effortless. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the thing that I, I still hear, it's funny, like when we first started as a, as a company, mm-hmm. um, I'd hear this, like, you know, we'd set up lights and everything and then, you know, client would come in and be like, whoa, this is like a real movie. And then the thing that's funny to me is I, I still hear that, you mm-hmm. know, like not all the time, but yeah. like I still find myself in situations where the the magic of it can it sometimes also be sort of a uh, a detriment. Yeah. Because it's because it is when you do it well, it's like I think of it as like um, like brilliantly unimpressive. You yeah, know? it's that's like a good phrase. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love uh, True Grit, yeah. Brothers. Uh huh. And the cinematography in, in particular, like I remember walking out of that movie and just being like, man, that movie is so good and it'll never get the credit it deserves yeah. because it's because it's so elegant and simple. Uh-huh. And there are other films definitely that yeah. are even more like that. But yeah. it's like to it's like to be in that place where it's like you did you did such a good job that You don't even know that it like yeah. was hard. Yeah. yeah. No, that's totally true. I and I also I find myself um, that happening to me even with like when I'm looking at like other people's work, commercial work, like mm-hmm. I'm looking at like DP reels or I'm looking at like looking for reference for a spot I'm shooting or whatever. Like I'll see something and I'm like, I get caught up in it for a second yeah. and I'm like, oh man, that's so brilliant. It's like, it's just like a camera guy and like, you know, there's just like a cinematographer and they're like, just, it's like run and gun and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a second, hang on. That's probably not right at all. There's yeah. probably like a... <laughs> You know, like in my head, I just think yeah. like that I, even me who totally knows the industry and knows how it works and all that stuff, yeah. I'm still just like hanging get caught up in that. I'm like, it's just beautiful. They're right there at the right time of day. Yeah. They captured this beautiful moment, like, you know, whatever. But it's like, no, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> you know, like I guarantee you there's a crew of, you know, 10 dudes standing behind that guy and they were like waiting for the light to pop through that fence at the exact, whatever, you totally. know? Like I remember a, a good friend of mine who's a director was saying like, you know, 10% of what we do is creative and the other 90% is like education mm. and meetings and calls. Yeah, and it's, it's that, and I think, yeah, like seeing, seeing work and yeah. then trying to figure out how it was done, understanding both the emotional side of it, like you get sucked in, but then go like, oh yeah. no, this was a big, totally. to make it so. Seems so simple. Yeah. 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 Totally. I, um, I mean, I feel like that's also one of the things that I love about the process and like and kind of like leveling up in, yeah. in the jobs yeah. that, or what you're getting is like, as you learn about that process more and more and there's something you're like, oh, this is how you do it. And yeah. it's like, I don't even necessarily mean creatively, like sometimes it's just like production, like production wise, like, oh, this is like, I, you know, I remember like the first time I like went to like a proper casting or, you know, something like, yeah. you know, like shit like that. It's like, yeah. you start off and it's like, oh, you just like post shit on Craigslist. And then like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I went to a proper casting, you know, like go to, and then it's like, oh, this is a proper cast in New York or like, this yeah. is a proper like union casting. It's like a whole, you know, like every time you do, you know, this is like, this is how like a whole production team is supposed to be built out when you have the, you know, money and there's like all, you know, so there's yeah. like all those different ways of seeing how a production can be put together. Totally. Which is just like you're saying, you're just, you just get stuck in your bubble. So like, well, this is how I do it. Yeah. Like, this is how I do it all the time. It's like, fine. And you're like, oh, but there's another way to do it that I haven't even done before. There, is it interesting? Cause I feel like there's the two sides of that can be, you can either be excited about it or you could be really rigid about what your yeah. way is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a funny thing for me. That's just like, I don't know. Like it, it, that's less about, you know, criticism and more just kind of a fascination of like how, quirky yeah we can be <laughs> no totally 
Yeah, that's interesting because sometimes like I think as you get into maybe bigger budgets, you start to do things like quote unquote the right way. Yeah. And you're like, part, I agree, part of you is like kind of excited. You're like, oh, sweet. This is how you're like, this is how you like do it legit, whatever. Yeah. But it's also like, man, this seems so much less efficient. Like there's yeah, 10 people yeah. now instead of two in the process. It's like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like um, with like the greater um, expansion of it, it also just gets so bogged down. And sometimes you're like, sometimes you get that, I'm sure you, you like, you get this frustration. You're like, you think back to film school, it's like, I just fucking pick up the camera and totally. shoot it. Like, we don't need, like, I don't want totally. all this. Yeah. But I find myself it, definitely in that. I'll, I'll, it's like it goes just back and forth. Yeah, it's like exactly. being in situations where it's like, I just want us to be rolling right now. Let's just do this right now. Yeah. But then you get to the other side where it's like to actually have time. Yeah. I think that's the thing that still as, as I'm like growing, I'm having a greater appreciation for like just time and and time and it's you know it's not of this like you can spiral out of control with like taking for you know eight days to shoot a scene or whatever but uh i do think there's something to be said for like giving yourself a little extra to really see what's possible do some small adjustment Uh things Uh to to be like how do we shape this yeah and just make less compromises along the way too Totally, totally. Like it's I, always, the time is always the thing that makes the compromise, I think. You totally. know, like there's jobs where you're just like, yeah. run, you're like running all day. Like yeah. literally just running from over there to over there to talk to that person. To, and you're like just nonstop. And then there's other times like, all right, you can stop and think. Yeah. Like you can take your time and like, you know, dress that the way you want. I'm going to talk to the actor and be, get the performance the way you want. And it's like. Well, you find, I think I that isn't exclusive to film either. That's like in just yeah. the, the world in general, you, you have people who thrive on like hair on fire all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. No. And I mean, in the creative world in general, it's like the t- time is like always the most valuable. Well, there's so many rapid fire things that have to happen all at once to yeah. intersect to that moment. I was just talking to, I was just talking to a friend the other night um, who's in the animation, like in the animation world. And they were like, we got a, you know, <laughs> we got a call from a client and they were like, uh, we need you to make this change and like we have to share it with our client in 10 minutes. <laughs> and so he's like, so they fucking scrambled and got it out yeah. the door in 10 minutes. And then like afterwards, the client was like, feels like you guys didn't really like think about, like consider the design. And it's like, yeah, we didn't. It took, you gave us 10 minutes, oh, you know? Man. And there's, I feel like there's that, yeah. there's that, you know, balance all the time of like people want everything fast, but they also want it just yeah. fully thought out. It's like, we can't think of all this stuff out when you don't have time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, sometimes I feel like you just have to enjoy those moments. Yeah. Especially in hindsight. And totally. And just be like, yeah, that's. It's part of it. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, that's the, I mean, that's the stuff that I actually like. I mean, obviously it's stressful, but like, that's fun when you just have to make a decision on the fly. You totally. can't overthink and it's like. I, I love those moments when I can, when I can share that with like my cinematographer and just, yeah. just be like, or like a producer and yeah. just like, you get a challenge thrown your way and you're just like, yeah. all right, let's see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get... How can we make this room feel like a different room in five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I had a one shoot that we did a long time ago that was like, we it, were doing like, we're shooting uh, B-roll for this interview and it just the happenstance of it was that we were in a location that they were like, well, we don't want to promote the actual business. Uh-huh. So don't show any signage. And we haven't gotten releases from any of the employees, so don't film anybody. And there was just this moment where I just looked over at my DP and was like, cool, what, 
so we got some walls. Yeah. What do we, <laughs> what do we shoot? Yeah. yeah. And it's like you you miraculously find a way to make something yeah. happen. And it, and in those moments, it's crazy to be like, yeah, it's probably not going to be the best piece ever. Sure. But when it actually is something after the fact, you're like, all right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, told, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes back to like not having a blank canvas, you know? Totally. Like when you like set limitations on what it is, I think that helps the creative process sometimes for sure. So it's like, you know, sometimes I like it when they're like, look, you have like, you know, we only have six hours on set and you can, you know, like yeah. you're going to be in this location and you can only use this thing and this yeah. thing. And like, you're going to have this actor for five minutes before they have to, whatever it is, yeah. you know, it's like celebrities and, and you get 10 minutes with them and it's like, that's it or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. some crazy limitation and it's like, makes you do things a certain way and makes you creative problem solve to figure it out as opposed to it's like, yeah, what should we do? Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> wide open. It's like, oh shit, I don't know. I love, uh, like what if they just told you you could shoot all the people and signs you wanted? You wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, just, yeah, go bananas. Yeah, yeah. There it is. You're just like, oh, huh. So what are we shooting today? Yeah, go yeah. bananas. Whatever you want. <laughs> Anything. It's all fair game. It's You're like, this fair. is such a big building. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Keys to the city. Right. It's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing where it's like creativity is you need to, I was just hearing somebody talk about how, how important restraints are to yeah. the creative process. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I sometimes give myself those, uh, myself that creative, like, rule. I'll give myself a rule like that. Um, like, totally independent of what yeah, the yeah, production like, is? Yeah, it's not like, maybe it's not even a logistical thing, but I'll just be like, we're not going to use this technique. Or, like, there's something yeah. like, we can't do this. Like, everything takes place in this style. Or, you yeah. know, it's like... Um, uh, you know, it's like one location. Yeah. You know, it's like something you got to write something that fits happens in this room, like yeah. some sort of thing like that. This just gives yourself a rule. I think is super helpful sometimes. When I I started out kind of doing music videos at the beginning when yeah. I was still in film school and you know after I graduated, but music videos were awesome because the song is like such a parameter to yeah. begin with. Yeah. And it was a great like guide as something. It wasn't a blank canvas, but it sort of was. Like you know, a lot of the times, like you'd be writing a treatment. It's like, here, here's a song. What do you think? And it's like mm-hmm. super wide open. Yeah. Um, but the song is at least there, and that like helps you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always love that about music videos. Is like there's always there's kind of like a box for everything to live in within that song to begin with. So, looking back, I feel like I kind of approach other work in the same way, just from coming mm-hmm. from that. Like. Yeah. My directing partner at the time and I, like, we would give ourselves fake music video treatments. Like, we would pick a song, like, as an exercise, purely as an exercise. Oh, that's cool. We'd be like, I think we tried to do it, like, once a week. Um, like, once once a week, we would pick a song. He'd pick a song, I'd pick a song. And then we'd be like, all right, we got to write a treatment for it. And oh, that's cool. And it was just like, all right, what's the treatment going to be? And, like, it was awesome exercise for, like, one, treatment writing, which yeah. is, like, this whole thing that's, yes. like, you know... <laughs> definitely a muscle that you can build so i oh, mean yeah. by the end of that i was like i could fucking turn it out in two hours you know like a dope yeah, treatment yeah. <laughs> so fast so totally. um that was great but it was also just like made me you know just start thinking in those parameters and i feel like i probably approach commercials like that i'm thinking about it now like hmm. when i get it, it's like the boards are kind of like the music video that's kind of the world i'm working in it's like gotta kind of fit and like i can add my flair to it or whatever but yeah. it's like um you know it's kind of like the the song is like the container that it fits in. That's cool. Yeah. Do you do you ever do that exercise now? Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I should. I sort of have moved away from music. I haven't done many music videos, so yeah. I don't do. I haven't done that exercise in a while. I definitely do a smaller version of that when I'm thinking of just think of big bucket ideas of you know like 
just write for a second on just like one idea of what this could be and it's like okay done now move on to the next thing like here's another approach that could be done like and you just kind of like try to turn them like this fast pace like turn them out as quick as possible approaches to it and then figure out from there which one actually feels right and then Hmm. then really like blow it out from there yeah is there a sweet spot for the amount of variations that you kind of come up with i don't no, I mean, honestly, sometimes it's like I can only, I'm only at two. It's like I feel like there's two yeah. paths. That the, I feel like there's two ways this can go. We could either go like, whatever, for the sake of our meals. We go super stylized yeah, and like, yeah. you know, really fun. Or we could go like really more naturalistic and whatever. It's like mm-hmm. those are the two paths. And like I kind of play in both of those for a second until I feel hmm. what, seeing what feels right. And then I go. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then other times maybe it's like, you know, I feel like there's maybe there's five ways that this could shake out. For for that kind of thing, is it is it sort of like you you – play them both out until you hit a wall or um i I think i i mean i'm sure it's more kind of organic totally i think it's just like um i don't think it's as structured probably as i'm making it sound i think it's just like yeah you know i start going down this path until i feel like oh that that, there's something there that doesn't feel right yeah just instinctually it goes back to taste maybe like that doesn't feel like the right thing what is the right thing i don't know but it doesn't feel right and now we go down this route it's such a i mean for me that's the thing that's really like I, I keep going back to it's just like they're the unspoken process because yeah. I do feel like that is like obviously for everybody it's different I think you know definitely there are books out on people trying to encapsulate that in an easy to understand thing yeah. but I do think there is process happening and it's so funny for for me it is like I think it's it's it works its best when it's a gut feeling mm-hmm. you know where it feels instinctual mm-hmm. I'll get inspired at 2 a.m. to write something out versus middle of the day i'm not feeling it right and it's just like there's so that's it's just more more than anything else it's just fascinating to me that like that still is true yeah you know like that we haven't cracked it yet yeah. like you can't be like all right time to be creative now yeah, and just yeah. like turn it on and just do it <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. still that thing you yeah, know it's, it's like totally and, and some of it's pressure some of it's like yeah you have 10 minutes yeah and all of a sudden something crazy happens right and it's also like um going back to maybe what we started with, which is like, so weird being in your bubble as a director. Totally. It's like, you don't even know, like, wh- like, is this how everybody else is doing exactly. it? Like what is, and like, also even just like, you know, the create not, not only the process of getting there, but just like how they're approaching it and what they think and how they're pitching it and like how they're bidding it. Totally. And like all that stuff is, that's just like part of what you just have to do in the job is like hold, it could be a whole different world for a different director and like a different, you know, yeah. Like, and you don't, and we don't ever know because we are rarely talking to each other or like, <laughs> you know, rarely, sh- and we're rarely sharing that type of stuff. Totally. Like, I remember the other day, I sh- uh, a friend of mine who's a music video director, he like shared a treatment with me and it was like one of his, fr- I've, you know, we share swap treatments occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, but it was like the first one I've seen in a while. And it was just like, it was so cool to just see it because it was just like, <laughs> I'm just so used to write my hearing my own fucking voice totally. and writing the way that I write. And like, this is how I structure a treatment totally. and like to see his style, which is like the polar opposite, polar opposite of me. But it's like, Oh, well he got this job. Like he won this job based on the way that he wrote this treatment. Yeah. And it's like, that's crazy. Cause it's like so different. It's like, Oh man, I didn't even think about it this way. Yeah. You know, for me, the success of treatments that I put out is based on relationships more than cold. Yeah. But and it's still that same thing where it's just like, what, what is it in the creation of something that I can present it better that it's yeah. a clearer idea or it's a, some, whatever it is, you know? Totally. It's, I mean, especially, I find that especially true in commercial work. Cause like yeah. a lot of the times, like they're not, you know, there's not that many creative ways to solve it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, it's kind of what is what it is. And yeah. it's like, you're adding stuff and like some, you know, you still like flesh it out to this, you know, really going in depth, but it's like. 
ultimately it's probably not that different from somebody else's. So yeah. it's like really it's just like how you're presenting it, how you're presenting yourself is like somebody that you want, that people want to work with. Totally. And like I feel like that's pro- like depending on the job, obviously, sometimes it's like we really, it's really based on your creative input sure. on it. But I think sometimes it's just like just you as a person, you know? Totally. Yeah. No, I think that that's, in the, and then of course it's like how do you translate that on a PDF? Yeah. <laughs> 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 totally. Uh <laughs> Currently, I'm less there, but I was I was in this space for a while where it's just like everything just felt like Mad Libs. Uh-huh. It was just like trade out Fill the product yeah. or whatever yeah. it is, and and having to get to a place of being like, uh, I was talking to I don't know if you know Mackenzie Mathis, but mm-hmm. he was on uh, uh, one of these episodes. Oh, okay, he was just talking about how it's like I feel bad adding more like images into the world of you know the internet or whatever. Yeah. It's like, do we really need yeah. more images? Yeah. And so there's always that thing where it's like, I think as just like a creator, you get that moment of just like, ah, oh, like yeah. one more thing, really? Like, is, is this, you know? And right. Then, and then I think you, you bang your head on that kind of idea and then eventually come up with, hopefully come up with something that is, okay, here's a fresh take. Right, you know? right. That, another circle back to music videos. I don't know why I'm so on music videos, but that's why... <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things I love about music videos because that's a gr- super awesome medium to just pull reference from whatever. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done videos where it's literally just from a pa- like a painting. And I'm like, this is like, let's totally. do this. Like, you know, and that's what all music videos are. And then like people get, you know, they start to just like really bite hard on some, you know, reference. And it's like, oh, that's like, you're just like ripping off this artist and made a music totally. video for Drake or whatever. You know, totally, it's like, totally. so that shit happens. But it's also really easy to, because it's such so visual to just like pull reference from all over. It's way, it gets so much more difficult when it's like, a commercial or you're set like it's less of a visual thing and you're like just trying to i don't know you're just trying to like tell a story about whatever it is yeah, yeah. like it's less like just scrolling through tumblr you know what i mean it's like yeah. you really got to like dive deep to figure out what that yeah and also like what i usually do is like this is a reference for this like this is referencing the lighting only like only totally. look at the lighting here like only listen to the music on this piece yeah. which is hard because it's like sometimes the other tone part tonal part of it are totally wrong yeah but that's a hard, I, I totally know what you're talking about. Cause it's like to also, it, it's, that's totally dependent on the ability of the person who's receiving yeah. it as well to understand it. Right. And if you don't lay it out clearly, they're like, well, the music on that was terrible. I was like, no, that's the lighting yeah. reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah it's, yeah. it's, but I also think that that's, for me, I feel like that's the best way to do it yeah. because otherwise you just say, look at this piece and then people say, let's make that. For sure. Otherwise yeah. you just like wrote a whole, like, you know, 800 words on a page yeah. and you're like, or watch this video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Thank you to Adam Patch for being on this episode. This episode is really important to me for a lot of reasons, but there's a big one and it's actually, uh, it's, it's a very small portion of this conversation. It's really in passing, but for me, it's a, it's a theme that has huge value and it's something that I'm really struggling with and trying to figure out. And that is finding value in projects. Why are you doing this project? Why are you doing this specific project? Uh, if you have to do this project, then what are you going to get out of it? Uh, I think it's you know the the value in passion projects and projects that really speak to us. I think that it's clear, but oftentimes you have to take on work that for whatever reason is not going to be a great job. Uh, For whatever reason, you may have to take a job because you need money. You may have to commit to a bad job because of the uh, people that are relying on you. You have to take on uh, 
less ideal work because it's going to lead to a relationship with a client that will ultimately be fruitful. Um, it's there's you know, and there are so many people I'm sure can share these kinds of stories. Um, you know, and, and some can probably do it far better than I can. But uh, but this happens, and in these situations, understanding how to find true value in these sorts of projects can both save your soul and your mental energy, and can keep you growing as a craftsperson, as an artist. Um, whenever I'm in these situations, I always think about, okay, what's the thing I'm going to get out of this? Uh, if for whatever reason I don't have control of uh, the creative on a project, or I don't have control of aspects that you know ultimately uh, would be the real reason I would take on this job, what are the, the small pieces that I can get out of it? Maybe it's a new kind of technical uh, innovation, or, or a you know, camera or lighting technique. Um, maybe it's deepening a relationship with the the members of my crew. Um, and, you know, sometimes it really is just, uh, I, I'm going to try this one thing with an actor. I'm going to try this one type of technique to see if it works and down the road I can develop it more and more. Please subscribe on iTunes. Uh, it's hard for me to know who is listening and who, you know, uh, is appreciating the show. So please, um, I, I invite anyone listening to give feedback, to offer uh, thoughts on uh, guests, anyone that they would like to hear, if it's a specific role uh, in or outside of production, if it's a specific creative theme, process theme, a technical theme, um, you know, it's all of that is is good for me to hear because I ultimately want to uh, explore aspects that even I'm not thinking about, um, and and hopefully share uh, more of these conversations in a more uh, you know deep and rich way. So please uh, give me give me feedback, give me your thoughts. Uh, this episode, I'm not going to do something funny. I'm going to do something a little more experimental. Uh, this is a piano piece that I recorded um, that's really just workshopping an idea. Um, it started as kind of an inside joke, and maybe one or two people will actually catch the, the joke that's in here, but I really just sort of sat down at the piano and improvised this idea and wanted to find out if there was anywhere additional that it organically went. Um, and so I'll leave you with this. Mm-hmm.